The Punch Stevenson Show. PunchStevenson.com. Episode 254. Sunday, November 30th, 2014. This is The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 254. I am Rob, you are Greg. Hello. Well, Shroyt will... Hello there, governor. <laughs> Ooh, I can't believe it. Yeah. Ooh. So what's new? Boy, I don't know, we've... Uh... It's cold. Yeah, it's cold, what are you gonna... So I have a lot of uh, celebrity encounters. Uh, too many. Too many for this show, I think. What? <laughs> what? Too many? Yeah. What? Well, you you have become the celebrity madman. It's ridiculous. I have a whole new group of friends now. <laughs> How did this happen? These, these combo hunters. The marked out combo hunters. How did this happen? How did you get into this now? I don't, it's all your fault. <laughs> Me? It's wait the minute, same thing with the video game. I was gonna say first you got into like totally hardcore into collecting retro classic video games. Now you're hard- which was your fault. Now you're hardcore into collecting pictures with celebrities. Also your fault. How was that my fault? What did I do? Because for years you kept talking about. Oh yeah, I met this. Guy. Oh, I saw Elijah Wood in the subway. I I ran into Ron Wood in the bathroom I and. Did. You know, all these people. And then you kept antagonizing me with the damn Dennis Haskins. Ah, Dennis Haskins. You know, and things hey, like hey, that. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, um, There's, I didn't have enough turkey dinner. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was, I uh, no, I don't know. It just, it, 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 it sort of started from that. Sort of. But as with everything else, I just go overboard. I know. You take it to the extreme. Well, the thing is, you know, again, besides, like, the chiller and a New York Comic Con and stuff like that, you know, we have to pay. Even though I, Wait, I no, kind no, no, of... no, 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 You have to pay a lot. Yes, true. But what's happened is I found, you know, what some of these other people have done, especially in New York City, is that if you go to a lot of these spots, particularly at night, you can get a lot of these celebrities. You know, I mean, you don't get to, like, talk... I mean, you meet them for, like, five seconds or something like that, but a lot of them are very accommodating. They'll sign something for you, take a picture, yeah. and it's free. Yeah, right. Well, because it's just a, a... Yeah, you're just out on the street. Yeah, just like a, a, a casual encounter. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, some people are... are some celebrities are more difficult to get than others, obviously. Yeah. Um... You know, some just because of their infrequence of being in public, and some because they're just jerks. That's <laughs> it. There's no way around it. They're just jerks. Well, a good trick. So there's all these Broadway plays and sh and and uh, uh, musicals and all that kind of stuff. So a good trick is what a lot of the people do who go see these performances is afterwards they'll leave the theater and wait by the side door, and the stars of the of the shows know to come out the side door because there's going to be fans waiting. So just... Yeah, but that... You don't even have to buy the ticket. You just go. No. You just go to the side door and like, oh, yeah, I just saw you tonight. Hey, can I get a ah. picture with you? They don't well, know. Right? How, how do they know? They don't know. 
Some of them are a little bit pickly where they'll only sign a playbill. No picture? No, some of them will take a picture, but I'm yeah. saying like if you want them to sign something, they'll be like, no, I'm not signing memorabilia. I'm only signing the playbill. You know, essentially... Because they kind of like... Because what happens if the play is really popular or it has a really big star, the people will line up outside of the play who don't who haven't paid to go in. And so the, theater, the actual theater goers will come out and they, they will not even be able to meet the person because there's too many people. Right. Yeah, true. true. So it stinks for them. So that's why I guess they... Sometimes they don't want to do that. I don't know. And, you know, other ones, you know, they, they just kind of... It's like a routine. Uh, I'll mention a guy later who I got that's... It's basically a routine. You know, there's... A million people that squat, you know, line up on along this railings they put up, and he's pretty good about it. Though he just go, I mean, he doesn't get everybody. Yeah. But you know, in the course of maybe twenty minutes, he gets everybody that's right, you know, in the front row, let's say, along the rail with pictures and autographs, and he's pretty fast about it. And you know, I guess he's just, you know, he just kind of feels, hey, and I'm doing this play for a few months, and I'm just gonna have to get used to it and do it every night. Yeah. You know, rather than fight people. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's good PR. Yeah, I guess. Personal and for the play, the musical, whatever it is. Right. And you know, like I said, there's some people who try and sneak out. They don't want to do anything, and some are very accommodating. But you know, and then the, and then these guys have they have. I mean, again, those are the Broadway stuff. Is I mean, anybody who's going to been going to Broadway for the last. 40 years knows that drill. I mean, that's just, you know, there's a stage door. <laughs> you know, you go to any concert, technically there's a stage door. You know, I mean, you could you could try and get, like, look, you can go to Madison Square Garden, and you could try and get some big act as they're going to their bus or something. You know? Yeah. You may get lucky, you may not get lucky. Yeah. Alright, so let's, so, so let's rattle them off here. Who did yeah, you meet? Yeah, yeah, rattle them off. Oh, my God. So this is post Chiller Theater. Oh yeah, yeah. post episode two hundred fifty three. Well, not not that far post Chiller Theater, in fact, but yes, right. Post so Chiller Theater. Punchstevenson.com. So let's go. Okay, so uh, let's see. I'm trying to get in some chronological order here. <laughs> So right, this is so, this is Greg's celebrity encounters. Yes. Uh, without Rob. All right. So the the following weekend after Chiller Theater just happened to work out that the last few years they've had this Comic Con, Rhode Island Comic Con, up in Providence, which is very close to the home of of Peter Griffin. <laughs> oh, I'm from Quahog. <laughs> right. Hey, Lois. So you were in Rhode uh, Island. Yeah, well, so normally the Rhode Island Comic Con is usually like a Halloween weekend, which usually is Chiller's weekend. But this year, Chiller was a week earlier than that. So I was able to go to both. Um, and I met up with some of the marked outers uh, Jeremiah, uh, Steve, aka Class. And also, uh, this other fellow, the world-famous Gary G. Watson. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Was Asian Dave there? 
No, he was not there. Oh, okay. Too far for him. All right, the so world, wait, so who? The world famous Gary G. Watson. Gary G. Watson. Who yes. is that? He is world famous because he has, without a question, the most impressive celebrity um, selfie photos with whatever collection in the history of mankind. <laughs> For a civilian. Wait, how long? Wait, what do you mean a civilian? Well, I mean, obviously, like a president oh, would yeah. probably have a better collection than him. So how long has he been collecting He's been getting pictures with celebrities since 1967. Wow. So who does he have that far back? It's a better question is who doesn't he have? Does he have John Lennon? He has a couple of pictures with John Lennon. That's right. I assume he has the other Beatles. That's right, Luf. I I don't remember. Paul McCartney, Um, Luf. He has seven different presidents. Does he have George Harrison? Probably. He has, uh, you know, like Sean Connery, and that's right. <laughs> he has, um, you know, all these like legendary, you know, Academy Award people. Um, How though? Well, first we've been doing it forever, but he stalks them at the hotel. No, well, one of the things they used to do was he just by going to so many of these events. For years and years, he gets to know all the people, like the promoters and the managers and stuff. So, you know, they all know him. Uh, and the other thing, one of the, his... Fila, it, his it, it, it pays to be friendly and yes. polite and nice and courteous. Well, he's very nice and courteous. He always dresses in a suit. Mm. So, like, when he... And he always, go, he always tries to get into these Academy Award parties. So he's always, like, in a tuxedo. <laughs> wait, how, wait, he just tries to sneak in with a crowd or something? No, you can pay to get into these dinners. I mean, it's very expensive. Oh, but wow. Wait, I don't even wait, know if he pays anymore. Is this guy a millionaire or something? No. I, I don't even know if... I don't even think, According to him, he hasn't paid for a convention in, like, 20 years. Any convention? They just all know him. Yeah, they just all know him. Like, he, he could just walk in. right into Comic-Con or something? More, well, he would never go to those nonsense, but... No. Um... Yeah, I, he's working on a book, so I want to try and get an interview with him when, when once that's ready to come out. But well, he's a really wait, cool wait, wait. guy. If he can work on a book, we can work on a book. Well, Paunch Stevenson show the book. I guess. All our come on, we got Dennis Haskins, we have Tammy Aaron. Oh, God. We have uh, uh, <laughs> who else? Getty Watanabe. Eliza Dushku. Eliza Dushku. Yeah. See. Um. So anyway, yeah, he's got... Cassine Gaines. All right. He's got, like, everybody you could possibly get. It's just, the collection is just utterly amazing that, that he has. And he carries around this book, this huge binder with, like, printouts, 8 by 10s of all of these, these um, pictures that he has. It's just amazing. So a lot of times... He'll go up to a celebrity or something, and, and he'll start showing... Or to the handler, and he'll start showing him the book... And they'll be like, oh, my God, this the celebrity will look at it and be like, oh, my God, this is incredible. And then they'll like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, definitely. And then they want to get a picture with him. So he gets a free picture. So he's 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 done like a, a reverse celebrity. Like, now he's the celebrity. Yeah, yeah. And I got a picture with him at the Rhode Island Comic Con, so. Yeah. Now I should be in the book. He got a picture with half of the Paunch Stevenson show. The better half. Wow. <laughs> 
the taller half. Well, um, the younger half. That is true. Yes, <laughs> a few months, but yeah. uh, you wouldn't know it by looking at our beards, though. <laughs> it's a bit grayer. Uh, yeah, so we took the journey up there. Um, about a three and a half hour drive. I was contemplating just taking like the Amtrak up there. Yeah. Wait, I bet you for all of this guy's binders and years worth of thousands of dollars and all this, I bet you he does not have a picture. 6,000 encounters he has. 6,000 pictures. I bet you he does not have a picture with Tammy Aaron. <laughs> um, and we do. Here's the thing. So there. Though. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> he probably doesn't care. Doesn't matter. We win. Okay. Dennis well, no, Haskins. It... Here's the thing. Jeffrey like, Combs. To... Does he have I... a picture with Jeffrey Combs? He wouldn't even know who he is, probably. Doesn't matter. Okay. But the thing is, like I Chuck said... Chuck McCann. It... Does he have a picture with him? I bet you he, he probably has him. All right. Fine. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm wasting time here. So we took the... Now, as I was saying, I was thinking of taking the train... Because I wanted to get there early enough. Oh, by the way, the, the guests included John Reese Davies from Sliders and uh, Indiana Jones, mm. who I've been wanting to meet for you know ever, not you know, at least twenty not, years. Not from the Tudors. He he wasn't in the Tudors. No. That oh, was... he's, no, he's not Jonathan Reese Myers or whatever that idiot's name is. How could they both be John Reese? A lot of Reese's, huh? what can I tell you? Reese's Pieces. So, um, he was there. Or he was going to be there. There was a number of the old Star Trek people, like George Takei and yes. Michelle Nichols, Walter Koenig, George Shatner. George Takei. Yes. yes. Oh, my. So, uh, they were there. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall was going to be there. Oh, nice. From, um, from the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of those people. And also, Eliza Dushku. The Dush. The Dush was going to be there. So, um, yeah, so I wanted to get there early. This was on the Saturday. It was like a two-day show, but I wanted to get there early on the Saturday so that I could see the panel, the Q&A that John Reese davies was doing. In fact, he was doing it with Karen Allen from Indiana Jones. Who you also have a picture with. Yes. And Eliza Dushku was having a panel. Mm. So I wanted to see these. And I, fi- I figured, oh, i got to get there. i got to leave pretty early to get there. And so these guys were like, oh, yeah, we're going to be leaving really early, this and that. I'm like, okay. So it must have rained really hard the night before. And the damn New Jersey Transit train from Sea Caucus. I got there at 6.20 a.m. Yeah. Do you know what the time that the train arrived was? What time was it supposed to arrive? There were supposed to be several trains. Okay. Including one at like 6.30 or 6.40. Okay, what time did it arrive? 7.40. What? 7.40. You were there for 80 minutes? Yeah. Was there a crowd? No, it's 6 in the morning. 7 in the morning. I know, but commuting... It was a Saturday. Oh, okay. Now, there was no one there. Wow. 
If I knew that, I could have just driven into freaking... I could have driven into, like, the Jersey City and gotten the PATH train and been there, like, an hour earlier. Well, you could have driven to Rhode Island. Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah that... <laughs> 6.20 in the morning. So by the time I got there, and then they were waiting for Gary, and, and everything was delayed, so it just took us forever. We didn't get there till like, 12. And then it took forever to get in, and then luckily, I was literally... I think we got in there within 15 minutes of them shutting the doors. Wow. So this turned out to be a gigantic disaster. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. So what, what was the name of this event again? The Rhode Island Comic Con. So when... when you've been to New York Comic Con several yeah. times. I've been there once. We went last year together. And it was, it, it was just tens of thousands madhouse. of people. Yeah, it's a madhouse. Tens of thousands of people. So Providence, Rhode Island, as, as big, quote, big of a city as it is, it's not New York City. No, so you got was people it, coming from all over New England. I know, but was it as huge as New York Comic Con, or no. was it much more, or, or was it more like a Monster Mania type of thing? No, it was bigger than that. Was it like a chiller theater size? Well, it was in, in term- a convention hall. It wasn't like a hotel, like chiller. No, it was more people than chiller. It was probably, I don't know what the the venue was maxed out at. You know, whatever it was, but maybe 10,000 or something, but they had grossly gone over that number. And so they, the fire marshal shut the doors at like 1 p.m. And so there were people... Could you imagine after all that, you finally, you're like huffing and puffing. We're here. We're here. What? What? Why is the door locked? Let us in. I would have killed someone. Um, so anyway, yeah, so there so, was like a thousand people or more, maybe several thousand, I don't know, from estimates I heard that of the people that could not get in. Oh, man. And then there were people that had no idea that they had closed it off, and they left because there was like nowhere to eat there. So you, there was a mall that was in a... There was a mall, there was a Rhode Island Convention Center, and there was a mall that adjoined it, and there was people that went through like the walkway into the mall to get something to eat. Yeah. And when they came back, they couldn't get back in. <laughs> oh my God. So they were screwed. The paunch luck on them. And then there were vendors, you know, people that were working as vendors in the event who left to get something to eat or went to their car. They couldn't get back in. What? No. Now, what if I bought a ticket to this thing and I get there at 1 o'clock? I, I, yeah. Do I get a refund or what's the story here? Well, they, they had really bad communication on Facebook. Which pissed people off even more. Of course. And then, then they were telling people, oh, you can come back on Sunday or something. And then I heard, like, Sunday was also a big disaster. Well, of course. Yeah, and it was kind of, it was pretty, even though this was, like, November the 1st, it was, like, cold. It was, like, sleet yeah. and freezing rain out. It was, it was miserable outside. Wow. But I didn't care. I got in. All right, so you got, somehow you made it in. I made it in, but I missed the damn panels. Ah, uh, see? The paunch luck. Damn it. I should have just driven myself. Yep. Um, yeah, so that stunk. So I missed them. So, again, my, my goal was to get a picture with John Reese davies to get um, some other stuff along the way. And there, I saw on the internet they had a combo picture. Shatner will never do the picture with the other cast members. 
Because he hates them and they hate him. For real? Yeah. So they had a combo picture on the internet. George Takei, Nichelle Nichols, and Walter Koenig. So I was going to get all three of them. It was one of those pro photos. Yeah. The Sears portrait background. Yeah. yeah. I didn't order it online. I was because it was like a fee. I'm like, you know what? I'll just get it in person. Whatever. It won't be sold out. So on the internet, I believe it was priced at either eighty or a hundred dollars. I don't remember. Maybe it was a hundred, which is a bit steep. Yeah, three <laughs> because, figures. Like, three figures. Yeah, because at the table, a picture with Walter Koenig and Nichelle Nichols were twenty dollars. Yeah, which you already have each of them anyway. I didn't have Nichelle Nichols before. I never met her before. Uh, oh, yeah, right. right. It was William Shatner and Walter Koenig. Yeah, and I didn't have George Takei already. George Takei was a... A, a, a butt. <laughs> a human butt. <laughs> he was? He, well, he wasn't personally, but... He wouldn't do any pictures at the table. Ah, so he did only a, the pro photo. He did a Linda Hamilton on you. So that was why I was like, you know what? I'll just get all three of them in the same photo. It's kind of cool, you know, whatever. And it was a hundred dollars. So I get there, and I had to go there to buy the the. Also, John Reese Davies was not doing pictures at the table either for some reason. I, don't know. I mean, I probably could have could have like asked him to do it, but. You know, whatever. So, I wanted. I had to get his. His was his was pretty cheap. It was like forty bucks. So I was getting. I was online and, and also with the the friends that I was with. We were we were getting his. So we're ordering him, and I said, "Oh, I also want this this Star Trek one with George Takei and Michelle Nichols, blah blah." And she, and the lady goes to me, um, "Yeah, that'll be." And, and the and the the uh, John Reese Davies. So I'm like, "Okay." She goes, "Oh yeah, that'll be a hundred and ninety dollars." What? I was like, wait a minute, what? Where'd the extra $50 come from? Yeah, I'm like, what what do you mean? John Reese Davies is $40, right? She's like, yeah. Well, what's $150? The other one's $100. She's like, no, it's $150. What are you talking about? On the website, it was $100. Bait and switch. So I don't know if she was wrong or what the deal was, but at that point, because we were were, were like really like rushing all over the place, we had to get to the John Reese Davies thing. So I was like, you know what? Just forget it. So I went up there and I got the picture with him, which came out really cool. So only the forty dollar one. Yeah, and they they the 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 group that did it, they offered a free uh, digital version that you get online, so that, which is nice. That is smart. Although it was it was not a a high quality. All right, well, then that's not smart. <laughs> well, it was better than nothing. Right, right. It was modest quality. All right puts you that way but like the no the no J- excuse for that like the one i got at new york comic-con from this epic photos i which i paid for the jpeg theirs their jpeg was actually a very bad quality it was like very small and compressed Why? and low resolution there's no reason for that i don't know a, J- a a large enough resolution you know, high quality enough version of a JPEG. You know, it's like like eight hundred kilobytes. They can't. Yeah, that's a, they can't. That's what it was. Then I don't know why it was such bad quality. It wasn't bad quality. It just wasn't like super duper. You know, like 
straight out of the camera kind of quality. Well, maybe they just didn't take great pictures. I don't know. I don't Anyway, so that aside, so, you know, I, I, I did get the John Reese davies picture. So I'll go quickly through this. So first celebrity I met, um, she's not been in a lot of things. She was on one of those Spartacus shows on Stars or something. I don't know. Spartacus? The cartoon? No. From Nickelodeon? 1980s? No. Anyway, uh, her name is Katrina Law. Katrina Law. I, I uh, Katie Law. Okay. I don't know that she goes by the name Katie. <laughs> I'm giving her a nickname. Um, but she's actually from New Jersey. And in fact, in 2005, I believe she was actually Miss New Jersey. Ah. So and, so uh, she met Donald Trump. Um. Or is that something else? I don't think so. I think Mr. Jersey, I think, may be part of the Miss America thing rather than the Miss USA Donald Trump pageant. But I could be wrong. All right, so Katrina Law, how was she? Oh, she was real, really nice, um, funny. Actually, she she was trying to do for a while stand-up comedy. <laughs> and I watched her video, and I was I told her it was actually, it wasn't too, too bad. It was okay. Wow. A <laughs> ringing endorsement. And um, I, I know, and I, I said, hey, I was from New Jersey, too, and you miss New Jersey. Yeah. And, yeah, she was really cool, and uh, she, I got a picture with her. And Is she single? I don't know. Uh, and, actually, uh, no, she is not single, so forget it. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, um, and then she was doing this thing where she takes, she does this all the time. She takes, like, uh, selfies with everyone. And post it on, like, Facebook and stuff. Yeah. So she goes and takes my selfie. And I, this, this happens to me all the time. With these damn, like, iPhone, like, front-facing cameras. I never know where to look. Nah. Does this happen to you? I, I don't do this. So, no, it doesn't happen to me. Well, I'm telling you, next time, like... I'll do it but it's it, with you and I'll show you. It's like, I never know where to... Because... It's not like a camera. You just look straight at the lens. Yeah, well, that's obviously where you're supposed to look. But with the cam, the front facing, you know, it, you know, it'll show you like the image of, uh, uh, you know, uh, the preview of what you're doing. Right. But you can't look straight at that because that's not where the camera is. The camera's either on the left side or the right. I know it throws you know, people it's the top off. of the phone. It throws people off. And I never know where to look. Well, it's like when people are on a webcam. They don't look at yeah. the webcam. They look at the monitor, so it looks like they're not right. looking into the camera. It's very well. This silly. is even worse. Yeah. So yeah. So on this one, she's looking straight at the camera, and I'm looking off to the side. Yeah. Oh, what I'm looking at. Oh well. Yeah. So that's on Facebook for everyone to see. She was also on an episode of Chuck. Yes. Yeah, she was like a secret agent woman or something, which obviously that's what most of the women on the show were. How are you? Good. What's your name? Greg. Greg? Greg. The G-R-E-G. E-G, yeah. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How's your day going? I just got here. Oh, cool. Drove all the way from... Your first one? Yeah, you were like the first one I saw here. Drove all the way from Jersey. <laughs> I'm from Jersey. I just I know, drove yeah. yesterday. Oh, you took the easy way. I know. I know. Well, I was going to take a train, but Amtrak was like, you can't take luggage. It's like... You can take like a bag. But no, like I had like my entire... 
you know, they, they have this thing like the carry on, like not you can do like a little carry on, but like the actual like stowed, yeah. like one of those like big yeah. fifty pound bags. They won't let you. They wouldn't. Well, the thing says, so I was like, fuck, I don't know why they won't. So anyway, it was easier. That's shorter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I gotta get on the right setting. I haven't used it yet. Roy, can you sort of show you? <laughs> yeah, right. I wanted to like, all right, it should work. I saw your, your stand-up video, it was very funny. Thank you. Well, yeah, it's supposed to, yeah. Oh, it's supposed to. Okay. All right, and then I'm going to take one for... Ready? I'm going to take one for my big cup. All right. I never know where to look on those I know. stupid... Each camera, you start to think... <laughs> nice to meet you. Great meeting you. I saw you first in this show. I love that show. Oh, you're a Stunk. superman? Yeah, well, they, you know, it didn't last very long, but. Yeah, I know. They tried really hard to keep it going, but. Yeah, I know. The girl who's the lead, she's like pregnant and has kids now, so I don't think she wants to do it anymore. Well, Miss New Jersey, it's nice to see, you know, you're moving up. So. <laughs> I know. Hey. So you, are you driving back tonight, or? I got, I'm here with a crew, so at some point we'll okay. go back down. Cool. Yeah. It's great nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. Thanks. Um, yeah, she was really nice. So then I met, um, been meaning to meet this guy for a long time, Stephen Williams. Who's that? From 21 Jump Street. The show. Uh, don't remember him. You don't remember the boss in 21 Jump Street, the black guy? I... I... We were children. I very barely watched ah. it. Well, he's also on the Supernatural TV show uh, for a number of years. Okay. And I got a picture and autograph him. But he he is a kick. He is like, he's like funky and groovy and telling jokes and he he was just going nuts. Yo, what's your name? Hi, Jennifer. How are you, Stephen? Yeah. Hi, my brother. How are you? Good. Good. How are you, sir? Good. Excellent. Excellent. You okay, Jennifer? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Yes, sir. What's up? I love you. Good. Cats meow, the dog bow wow, the goldfish is thin, some of the zebra stripes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are all very good. Uh, I'm going to get both. You're going to get a photo? And an autograph. And an autograph. Yeah. All right. Then choose your poison, my bro. <laughs> um. Which show was your favorite? I'm a Supernatural fan, oh, but you're a supernatural fan. I, I love Jump Street. I used to watch that all the time back in the day. Yeah, but I got cuter pictures in there. Uh... I'll do that one there. On the phone. Yeah. I had so much fun in Blue Brothers. Yeah. I got to meet so many stars in Blue Brothers. Yeah. yeah. What's your name? Greg. Frank. Greg. G R E G. Oh, Greg. Yeah. You're talking into my bad ear, oh, Greg. Sorry. Yeah, that was a that John Lee Hooker in there and Bo Diddley, right? I think Bo James Diddley was in there. James Brown, Ray yes. Get yeah, Ray Charles, yeah. Gary Fisher. Yeah. It was just a ball. We just had a ball, especially for you know 
I was new to the business then. Are you doing a photo thing too? Yeah. Let's come on over here then, Greg. Now, I think when it go when you go to press it, at some point this flash jumps up. So just watch it. Just watch it. Yeah. Hi there. How are you? Oh, you're gonna. <laughs> okay, take a look at it because I did something with my eyes. I think. All right. Maybe. No, I didn't. Did I? Did my eyes yeah, it's a little, little bright. Maybe. I mean, take the zoom out. Ask yeah, one real fast if you could. Thanks. I, I just got it. I haven't figured out oh. the flash yet. You know what no glue? You just got it? That's yeah, true. yeah. So it looks oh, real yeah, bright cool. there, but I think once oh, I like... Oh, yeah, once you put them out. Yeah, yeah Photoshop it or whatever, it goes away. All right, man. Thank nice you, to man. meet you. My pleasure. Hello. Very, uh, very uh, charismatic. So how were his prices... Uh, he was pretty cheap. Oh, uh, well, Katrina Law was pretty cheap, too. I think I just got a picture with him, which was, I don't know, 15 or $20. And Stephen Williams, I probably got the combo, which was, I don't know, 35 maybe. Yeah. So then I, I got uh, Anthony Michael Hall and did the old combo with him. And um, how was, he, was, he was really nice. Yeah. Huh? No, that's what I was going to ask, is how was Anthony Michael Hall? Yeah, he's very friendly, and um, you know he was, you know, he was talking to everybody. You know, like they would mention like a movie he was in, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah," and then he would he would talk a little bit about it and that kind of stuff. And I mentioned uh, Johnny uh, Football. I don't know why that name just it's just like of all the movies to mention to him, I was like, "Hey, remember that that movie you're in Johnny Football with Robert Downey Jr.?" And he's like, "Oh yeah." yeah. <laughs> I have never even actually heard of that movie before. It's not good. It's not good. But I got him to sign the 11 by 14 print of Weird Science that I had Kelly LeBrock sign. Oh, yeah. Did he comment about that? Not really. I did tell her that. I told him. I was like, oh, yeah, she wrote, she drew something on her on your head. And she, he was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't seem to get the joke, I guess. What's up? Oh, sorry. How's it going? Good. What's your name? Greg. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. So you want it, you want it just like that? My name and the rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said it was an in-joke. She drew something on your head there. Oh, okay. I think it's devil horns. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you drew something on her head. <laughs> I may have to. Let's see. Yeah. And I'm Jesse. Really? Have a watch that? Obviously, I loved you in Dead Zone and. Uh, Thanks, bud. Thank you. What was um, I can't remember the name. What was the football movie you did with? Yes, yeah, it was on the tip of my tongue. I love yeah, yeah, yeah. that movie. Goofy flick. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Do I get a shot? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hey, John. I'm sorry, you double teaming here. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I know. Cousin, right? Same niece. That's okay. All right, pal. Thanks. Nice, nice to meet you. Me too, brother. Good Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, so he was really cool, and he was pretty cheap. I think maybe he was like 30 bucks for the combo. Cool. And, he, yeah, he was a very, very nice guy, and um, 
you know, I think he's done chiller in the past, so hopefully if they get him back there, I'll say, you know, talk to him again. Now, so you got, again, the, the past episode, PointerStevenson.com, you got Kelly LeBrock. Yes. Now you have Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. And then who was the the other guy in the movie? Weird uh, Science. Like Michael Ian Smith or Ian Michael Smith or something like that. So now right? you have to get him. Well, I, remember, he was at Chiller last year or something, and I didn't bother getting him. Ah, uh, well, so he'll, be, he'll probably be back then, right? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'll, he'll I mean, he was probably begging to do these conventions. <laughs> All right, so the next, I, um, this is Ian, the guy I really wanted. Ian, Ian Mitchell Smith. All right, I was close. Or Elon, I can't tell if that's a yeah. I or an L. I think it is Elon. Elon Mitchell like Smith. Weird name. Well, technically, I could also, if I ever met Bill Paxton, mm. I'd get him too. So, see, he was in that movie. K Pax. He was not in K Pax. No, I'm just saying B Pax. Bill Pax. Um, anyway, all right, I'll shut yeah. up now. All right, let's go. Rapid fire. I'll shut up now. I'm trying to. I'll shut up. You keep commenting on it. I will shut up. All right, so next. I wanted to meet this guy for a long time because he's an unbelievable sculpture, movie sculpture, uh, uh, sculpture artist. He's done sculptures for all kinds of movies, uh, 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 Star Wars and Indiana Jones and all the James Bond movies in the 70s and, and blah, blah, blah. The Alien, it's, it's unbelievable. His name is Brian Muir. He's from England, blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously. Now you sound uh, like Blur from the Transformers. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, so Brian Muir, M-U-I-R. Uh, this guy... Like, you you talk about the the you know, historic, you know, like production people in Hollywood, you know, or you talk about like John Williams and you know music or John Barry, or um, you know uh, who was the guy that did the uh, like Star Wars sets? You're asking the wrong Ralph, uh, Ralph McQuarrie. Okay. You know, did like the concept art and that kind of stuff. Most of these people are dead. Hmm. John Williams is still alive, but. Brian Muir, um, this guy has done unbelievable work. I mean, this guy basically designed the physical Darth Vader costume. He designed the uh, the the space jockey, which was the uh, you know the like the dead uh, astronaut, the engineer guy that was in the original Alien, the iconic thing. Just so much, you know, and. So I wanted to meet him. He was really nice and from England. And um, yeah, I had a book there, like a paperback book that I was interested in getting because I went on his website and I have to, let me find the, the website real fast. The website has uh, most of his pictures, which are uh, absolutely, is this him? Brian Muir Vader Sculptor? VaderSculptor.com, yeah. Hmm. He was involved with a lot of James Bond movies. Yeah, did all these James Bond movies like in the 70s, 80s, 90s, done Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, all the stuff that they shoot in England, you know, Indiana Jones. The Dark you know, Crystal. that kind of stuff. <laughs> but he has, on the, on the website, he has unbelievable stuff. Brian Muir, VaderSculptor.com. Indiana so, Jones. Yeah. So he had a lot of pictures there with him, and 
the problem is, so I got the book. The book was, I forget, it was like 30 bucks or something. And he signed it, you know, whatever. The only bad thing about the book, I haven't read it yet, that even though it has a lot of pictures in it, it doesn't have a lot of, like, the set photos that he has on his website. And I think it's because he could not, like, get the rights to them. Okay. You know, because they weren't his pictures, and it probably would have cost him too much to pay the, you know, the freaking movie studios and stuff, so. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. It was unfortunate, but. But it's still a, a, a worthwhile book. Yeah, I guess I haven't read it yet, but I'm sure it's interesting. It's called In the Shadow of Vader. Mirrors, oh, what an honor. So many, so many incredible work here. It's just, it's amazing. Have you had a chance to look at my website? Uh, yeah, I was checking it out earlier this week. Yeah, it's yeah. stunning. And that's only a fraction of the work I've worked on. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. You know, I think there's about 30 odd films on the website, but there's over 70 I've worked on. And even the films I've covered there is only a fraction. Yeah. Of the Are you just starting doing cons now, or you've been doing them for a while? I've been doing them for about seven years now. Right. Um, but it's only this year that we've really been a bit more positive about coming to America. Ah. How much are you selling the book for? Uh, $35 for that sign and personalized. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to get one, yeah. I, at the last minute, I didn't realize you were part of this, and I was like, Maybe I should go like buy a cheap Darth Vader helmet at like Kmart or something. And I realized you had the book. I'm like, I want the book. Yeah, the book's a good deal. Do you want it personalized? Uh, sure. Uh, Greg, G-R-E-G. Did you, did, were you working on the new one or that's totally... Yeah, I, I was, but I can't say anything about... I, I understand. So uh, that was cool. Um, so then I went in the line and I got to meet, for the first time, John Reese davies how was he? Oh, he's fantastic. You know, he's so jovial and funny and, you know, goofs around with everybody. So then, so when I went up to him, I was like, because I had the Sliders um, po mini poster that I had Jerry O'Connell sign back in June. And I, and so I went up to him and was like, hey, John, you know, there's been all this, some talk lately about them doing a Sliders movie. And, you know, I, I met Jerry O'Connell earlier this year, and he said that when they were discussing it, they were trying to find you. I don't know, they couldn't find you or something like that on what happened. And he goes, he goes, yeah, right. They knew where I was. They didn't want to find me. Ah. I was like, no, no, come on. <laughs> so I don't know if there's still some ambivalence there animosity between him and, and the one of the producers on the show or something but I told him I was like oh come on if they do this you've got to be in it you know you're you know you're the best and and uh, so he was really nice and then I got him the 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 punt the infamous line from his character professor Arturo was that he called everybody a blithering idiot nah. no a blistering idiot that's what it was so right at the end there I was like oh John can you do me one favor I was like, can you call me a blistering idiot? And he did. Oh, nice. And not only did he did, he screamed it, and everybody in the in like in the lines were like stopped and looking around. <laughs> I was like, okay. That was me. Oh, oh. Look at that. What's up? You got Jerry. Yes. I even have the shirt. Very, very good. Very, very good. Yeah.
Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite shows. However, you're the professor. I'm leaving it up to you. So I got Jerry. Uh, he was doing a uh, off-Broadway play uptown, and I mentioned I was coming to see you, and he was he was excited, and he said something like, "When they were, I don't know if you've heard, they were trying to think about doing a movie, Slider's movie, recently." And he said, "We're trying to get a hold of John. We were thinking about doing the movie, and I don't know if they couldn't find you. Oh, what happened? Yeah, right. They, could, uh, they didn't want to. Oh, come on. No, no, not Jerry, and not Wade, and not uh, Rembrandt. Yeah." Well, pleasure to meet you, sir. Pleasure to meet you, man. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm in, I do IT. I'm a retail IT, computers and stuff. Nice to meet you. Can you, can you call me a blistering idiot? You're a blistering idiot, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. So that was cool. And so then next, I got, uh, I went up to Nichelle Nichols. Wait, hold on. So for the young, for our our younger you're, listeners. You're pausing no, again. very quick, very quick. For our younger listeners who might not know who John Reese davies is, he was. I've already explained he what was he was Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. That's it. I know. I know. I but I, you know, I hate those movies. Well, so do I, but. I'm just saying. All right, anyway, anyway, next. next. If you can get in the door, the Rhode Island Comic Con is a very good con because um, the lines actually are very short for each person. So I was able to get all these people very quickly. Actually, I waited in the George Takei line. There was like nobody there. And I opted to get... You remember at the New York Comic Con um, last year, I got William Shatner to sign that Star Trek uh, poster? Yeah. So I decided, you know what, I'll just get the rest of them on there, even though I'll probably never get Leonard Nimoy. Um, so I got George Takei on that and talked to him for a couple, you know, for a little while there, and he was very nice and funny and... Hello, are George. You? Where would you like me to sign? Uh, can you use a silver pen, please? Sure. Thanks. Be consistent. Yeah, yeah. Attention By the way, you can say it. Shatner's having lunch. He's having That's why it's taking him so long. We had lunch too. Yeah. Right here? That's yeah, fine. This is on the first floor. Don't miss it. I know it was only an internet video, but several years ago when you did that, uh, that the Star Trek fan uh, movie where you came back and, oh, yes, and yes. that was... <laughs> That was really, really good. The script I was, was wonderful. Wasn't yes, it? that's what yes. attracted me to it. Yeah. It was. There's a whole history See? behind it, yeah. which I'd love to share with you. But right. we're writing in life. Well, ask, ask me that during my session. I'm not here tomorrow, though. Well, you're but not here tomorrow. It's. It was very nice to see you finally have your own kind of. You were in the front and center and did a fantastic I got to job. My teeth the yes. Yes. Well, nice to meet you. you. Good Thanks. to see you. Enjoy the rest of the convention. Thanks. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get a picture with him because I'm not paying for $60 for a picture with George Takei. This could be your only time. Nah, he'll live forever. Uh, so then right next to him was Nichelle Nick. Oh, I was actually, next to him was Walter Koenig, who I saw. I had to repay to get another autograph with him. Ah. His was cheap. It was like 20 bucks. Was he still, like, very quiet and... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's just a quiet guy. Hey, how's it going? Hey there, all you got? Can I have an autograph? Thanks. Q&A with 
So Walter, did that Renegade show ever come out yet? Did they finish that thing? Oh, nice. All right. All right. Well, I was on the Kickstarter, so I think I'll get something from it. Nice to meet you. And so then I got to Nichelle Nichols, who was like spaced out. <laughs> Which was the name of William Shatner's album. That's true. And Nimoy. Yeah. Um, she was like spaced out. But she was very nice and friendly. And I got her to sign. Uh, she was pretty cheap too. It was like 40 bucks. And I got a picture with her. And I got her to sign the poster. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Pleasure. Hi. Oh, thank you. I, you probably remember this, but I thought you did a fantastic job in, in the, the Tim Russ's film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Men. I loved working with him. Good, good. I loved working with him. So, he put together a beautiful album, I thought. Really good. Thanks. Oh, I forgot to take a picture. So I go around. Okay. Hey. Did it come out? Let me see. Oh, Justin, yeah. hi. Thank you. Hi. And that was cool. And, um,. All right, so then I went over to this other section where they had the lesser stars, if you want. if you want, And I got uh, this uh, woman who was also in this Supernatural show that I like, Elena Huffman. Uh, she's done a bunch of other, um, like, kind of, like, comic book type of TV shows. And uh, I got a... I, I, I didn't get an autograph. I just got a picture with her. She was very nice. And I... Um, I uh, I said that you know I, I I was impressed at how tall she was, in in real life. The most uh, most actors are not anywhere near as tall as me. But I mean she wasn't, but very tall. I, I don't know what else, what else do you say? <laughs> okay, nice to meet you. Wow, <laughs> I, I didn't realize how tall you are. I Bye. mean I could have been like, oh, you look really great for having four kids, which I think is the truth. But yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. You too, Elena. Thanks, love you on Supernatural. Thank you. It's kind of unfortunate that you killed you all. I know, it happens. Part of the job. What are you going to do? I remember I, I knew I first wanted to be an actor when I saw Greta Garbo die uh, in Annie. Remember in Annie, they go see a movie? Did you watch Annie? No. You mean like the... Yeah, it's the well, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh they, yeah, they were watching the movie. Yeah. Right, right, right. And Greta Garbo was in that movie, and she died. And I was like, I want to do that. So I got my, I got my wish. Can't be upset. Yeah, that, that, you know the bridge where they climb up, the train bridge? Yeah. It's okay. like five minutes from where I'm from, oh, yeah, New Jersey. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Or a weird thing. Yeah. Get a photo. Okay. Here's like a Oh, yep. How was that? Oh, 
Do you think two is to be safe? Yeah. Thanks. I have to say, you are very tall yeah, compared to most people. I know, but still. Yeah, but, but to be near me is rare in, with movies and TV. Yeah, I know. Especially with men. Yeah. I mean, these guys are tall. Yeah, they are, yeah. Oh. Nice to meet you. All right, so then, uh, I'm nearly with her. Yes. So nearly wrapping up. Then I saw uh, Mick Foley was sitting there. Cactus Jack. Yeah, uh, Mankind. Yeah. Mick Foley, uh, former WWF wrestler. Brother of Matt Foley. No. (laughs) In a van down by the river! (laughs) So yeah, so retired wrestler. Yeah, so Mick uh, Mick's very cool, um, and uh, I you know I was like you know what he's sitting here why not I, I mean I'm not a huge fan but it was pretty cheap so I, I just got a picture and an autograph with him. Thank you very much for. Uh, I'm getting a photo with you and uh, whatever you can sign something. This one with this one here? Uh, yeah, sure. Greg? Yeah, G-R-E-G. I'm around. Nice to meet you, Mick. Thank you. I hear you all the time on ONA. It's great radio. I'll be back on there on November 5th. Good. Good. Even now, no, this is all right? Yeah, oh, and Jimmy. Opie Radio, that's it. Yeah. Yep. I think it goes well. It's a subscription, like YouTube kind of a service, so. But it's in his basement. He was cool. Did he body slam you? He can't even get up off the chair. He's so broken down. Who's better, him or Hulk Hogan? Better how? Meeting. Oh, well, Hogan. I mean, it's, it's Hulk Hogan. But, like, you know, like, more, like, personable. Oh, they're probably, like, equal. All right. All right. In a sense, well, you know, in a sense... Well, I told Mick, like, I listen, you know, I always hear him on, like, Opie and Anthony and stuff like that. He always does good interviews. And he was telling me, but, uh, I mean, Hogan, I mean, did you hear what he said to us? He's like, he didn't even say this. He was, like, all about us. I know. It was He's awesome. like, oh, man, you guys are looking good in this picture, brother. Let's... Looking good. <laughs> yeah, brother. That's right, brother. I'm not gay or nothing, brother, but you guys are looking good in this picture. <laughs> No, but Matt, not that there's anything wrong with that, but Matt, <laughs> Mick Foley was, uh, keeps, I keep saying Matt Foley. Mick Foley. Hey! He, he was very, uh, very, like, personable and open yeah, and friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a nice guy. All right. Yeah, he's funny, too. All right, so next. Most of the professional wrestlers are very friendly. Most of them. 
Yeah. Except... I mean, there's always Virgil. Vir- yeah, I was gonna... <laughs> well, Virgil was there, of course. I was gonna say... Wait, wait And I was? almost got duped. Of course! And I almost got duped. I saw his stupid banner that said Million Dollar Man. I was like, Million Dollar Man is here? See? And I took a closer... God damn it, it's just Virgil. See? That's what we talked about last time. Almost got me. Yep. So last but not least, of course, was the Dush! Eliza. Eliza Dushku. Eliza so, Thornberry. Pot Stevenson show episode podcast take one. So uh, she was there with her friend and uh, who you know I knew from the Africa trip. And again, I missed the damn panel which I wanted to see. So she had a bad weekend though. <laughs> Why? So they got there like the uh, uh, Friday night into Saturday, like really late. That I guess they drove down from Boston, Boston. And, yeah, and so they were checking into the hotel, and they you know put their bags right in the lobby or whatever you know unloading from the car there, at a major hotel there in, in downtown Providence. And so uh, they you know stacked their bags up or whatever you know so that the the bellhop could could get them. And so while she was doing that. Because the night before at this convention, they have this big comic book, uh, sorry, a Halloween party. So she said that two guys, one of which was dressed as Julius Caesar. Yeah. Walked up and stole one of her bags. Wait, she saw it happen? I I didn't get the full details because she she also put this on Twitter, which then made TMZ. Oh, And et cetera, et cetera. Caesar! But she was, like, freaking out. Gaius Caesar. Julius Gaius. Durr. It's so, uh, no one will know what we're talking about. Ninth grade English teacher. Yeah, so, um, that was, that happened. And then, um, so, yeah, so she was, uh, really upset about that. And eventually they did catch the guys who did it, who were staying at the hotel. The idiots ah, still had the bag on them. Dumb. So, uh, yeah, so when I first met her, she's like, oh, can you believe what happened? And, so, and this was like... Uh, so she got her bag back. Yeah. Okay. All right, good. Yeah, so... Happy um, ending. Yeah. So we goofed around, for, goofed for a little bit there, and... Um, but so what happened was, it was funny because I was purpose... I was in her line, and while I was in the other lines next to hers, I was purposely, like, trying not to look her way because I wanted to surprise her. And she somehow didn't see me. So now, when I finally got into her line, I was purposely, like, standing with my back to her the whole time. And then, when I was the next person in line, she was, like, three feet from me, and she she was talking to someone else, and still didn't, like, look in my direction somehow. Yeah. So then when I did, when she didn't realize me, she was, like, startled and, you know, happily surprised, whatever. So, um... Yeah, so, you know, she signed a couple of, uh... Uh, photos that I had printed out of the two of us, which was nice, and um, from 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 Africa. That's right. And uh, you know, I got a uh, or her friend took a a picture on a, a an iPhone picture with the two of us, and texted it to me. And also, there was another picture. The one last, the one last picture I didn't get from the trip was on their phone, and uh, it sent it that to me too. That was of uh, the two of us. At the airport on on the way home. Nice. So you'll have and to cue the bumper. Yeah. Play the bumper and cue Mike Massey. 
No, no. Africa. No? No. Yeah, right. And I um, know Mike Matt say this time. No. What's up? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> What's up? Night here. I, I saw on Twitter on my way up. How am I gonna get any of these? You stole me one from the airport. I, don't, I have no idea what photo you're talking about. We have a gazillion pictures from that. Video yeah, yeah. Awesome. It was on his phone. It's on your phone. Yeah, you gotta look through your pictures. That phone right there, man. What you stole? Yeah, the airport. Huh? Yeah, I'll look through, I'll text it, I'll send it to you. How are you going to do that? Oh, I'm going to get your number and send it to you. Uh, to, to, to via text, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 How much? I think it's fucking city. totally Not my city. Yeah. About three hours. We didn't realize that, like, a the... friend here? Who, Rob? Yeah. No, he's not coming. What an asshole. <laughs> he hates these things. He hates coming to the convention. Four. Four. How you been? Good. Yeah? What do you got? Who did you see? Oh, a uh, bunch of... Uh, John Reese davies is my main come here. He was in Raiders of Lost Ark, Sliders... Salah. Remember the big, the big Egyptian guy that digs, digs the, the ditch with him. Yeah, well. Yeah. I'm not gonna know that. <laughs> Do you miss Gouldy? Yeah. Yeah. I talk to like Brian here and there, and. Awesome. Uh, I'll have to get him on Facebook. Friends, he is the best. He writes comments on every photo that you ever posted, and they're all right. Yeah, okay, right? He's so cute. Just, and as soon as I pick up my phone, it's like, bling, bling. You're going to knock everything over. Come on. Why are you doing this to me right now? My hair is a mess. I mean, me telling my hair is great. Awesome. I never know where to look on those stupid things. It's My eyes are always going. Where were you looking? Um, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You were looking in the perfect place. Good. Good. Somebody did them over there. I didn't. I didn't. So you're. I left. Rich left some photos for you to sign with your mom. I don't know if she. <laughs> oh. He came to Uganda with us. He donated, and he's an amazing guy. Yeah. Well, say hello to your mom. <laughs> Nah, he's got a crack. Okay. No, no, don't put it there. Put it. I'm gonna cut that. I just oh, okay. Costco didn't cut it. <laughs> so. Is it one G? Yeah. So, were you? So were you the the Halloween party here? Or? I wasn't even at the Halloween party. Oh, okay. I was at home with my family. Trick or treating with the kids. We got in about it was like four. It's like three. And literally, like I'm not an idiot. You've seen me travel the world, like. I literally. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Fine. Um. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah, I got out of the car, the 
the Bellman was there, the ballet guy was there, it was like well lit, we were right in the center, there was like not many people around, and it was like five feet, and everything was in the trunk. Is that like the perfect crime, they're wearing a costume already? It was ridiculous, and I just like put it on the thing, and then he was like, do you want me to take your bags? I'm like, yeah, like it seemed like there were three people, you know. Yeah, hey. I told you. Send it. There you go, ask and thou shall receive. Gotta come 300 miles. <laughs> Get things done in person. Yeah, so that was really cool, and uh, yeah, so I had, I had a very good time, and you know, chatting with those guys again, Jeremiah and Steve, aka Class, and Gary Watson, who gave me a lot of pointers and tips to getting uh, celebrity photos. You gotta, you gotta look nice. You gotta be friendly. You know, you gotta be affable with them, of course, and uh, you gotta act like you're a fan. And the other trick, which I kind of knew this already, was that if there's ever, like, two celebrities who are a couple and you want to get their photo, you always go to the guy first. You never go to the girl. Mm. Because, the you know, the boyfriend and husband's always going to be a little leery of that. Like, hey, you know, this is my wife here. Don't, you know. Right. So you always go to them first and ask, like, hey, can I get a picture with both of you? And, and that, that actually works very well. So that night, coming back... We, um, we came back into New York City, and so they wanted to get some... They wanted to get some, this actress, Rose Byrne, who's been in... She was in that Neighbors with Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah. She's been in some of the Marvel movies. Right, yeah, yeah. X-Men, I think. I really... She's from Australia. I just... I I couldn't care less. Fosters. But, huh? Fosters. Yeah. So, I couldn't care less. But the play that she was in, James Earl Jones is in it, but he never comes outside. And even when he does, he's, he never does anything. So, that stinks. But, it turns out, Mark Lynn Baker was also in this play. Uh, oh, my God, it's a miracle. Cousin Larry. Corson Larry Appleton. Yeah. Perfect strangers. Yeah. So, while they were running to get her... Uh, I got a photo with Marklin Baker, who was very, very nice. Very friendly. Excellent. I met him. Yeah. Now we've both met him. Why didn't you get a picture with him? Uh, it, 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 I don't know. I don't know, actually. No. 
Anyway, so, well, I offered, I said, one night, if you want, we can go there together. Nah, he's not going to care. What? I'm saying, if you wanted a picture with him. He's not going to care. Who? Mark Lynn Baker. Who cares if he cares? <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Because he's going to be like, all right, all right, fine, here's a picture. Exactly. <laughs> no, but no. I The problem was, I didn't, I, the stupid, the, the people I was with, they didn't tell me who was who we were going to get. If I knew that, I would have brought the 8x10 I already had signed by Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. Next, we'll so I, at some point, I got to go back out there and get Mark Lynn Baker on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So if you wanted to come, you could come. All right, fine. I'll go. It's just it's, it's in the middle of the night. That's the only thing. Where? What do you mean? It's in Manhattan. I know, but where? Theater Row. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, he's in a, a production. Yeah, it's on Broadway. Well, it's not on, on Broadway, but it's like right there. It's the Broadway area. Yeah, it's, it's like the... If you were to take like the, I think the forty second, either the forty second or forty seventh subway stop, it's it's like two blocks. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so I got him. That was cool. So all right. So moving along here. So then um, the next day, at the Bookends Bookstore in Ridgewood, New Jersey, uh, they had Martin Short. <sighs> Martin Short, I must say. Yeah. Mm. Classic. And in fact, that was the name of his book, I must say. Mm. I, once again, I'm not going to rant, but once again, what is with all of these people? It's like once you're an actor or once you're a singer, you just automatically come out with a book. So now you got the acting, now you got the book, now you got this. It's like just. Ah, it's, I, I find it very annoying. I'm not. I'm not saying necessarily Martin Short. I'm just saying every single actor and singer does not need to write a 200-page book. I know, but it's the the remember the book publishers cannot sell books anymore. Uh, well, Nobody buys books anymore. These are the only books that half people are buying anymore. I guess. It's. I, I just find it so unnecessary. Anyway, so it was on a Sunday afternoon. I went there. Um, I saw a couple other people that I know from the combo hunting wars and I talked to them for a little while and then uh, Martin Short came in and I got a picture with him. He also signed an 8x10 I had printed out of the Three Amigos. Oh yeah, nice. Wait, so is, so, is how tall you know how you're always surprised by how tall or short yeah. the celebrities are? What about him? Uh, he's pretty short, yeah. Not surprisingly short. No. Okay. Yeah. Having nothing to do with his last name. Right. And then I said to him, I was like, hey, Martin, how'd you like making Inner Space? I love that movie. And I do. He's like, oh, that was, that was, because it was, it was great fun. What, why wouldn't it be? What about that Jiminy Almost Glick? Like... No, I don't like that. I know. <laughs> but you, you should have said, hey, that, that Glick show was terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Howdy, looking good. Hey, man, how are you? I'm in space. Thank you very much. What's your name? Yeah. Craig. Thank you. Do you like making a movie? Love that. It's right. Yeah. Oh well. No, he's fine. I like Martin Short, and and he can be very. Fun. Actually, on on Saturday Night Live, this was a couple of seasons ago. On, he was he hosted Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And there was a skit where he impersonated Larry David, and it was 
it, it was unbelievable how good it was. Who <laughs> impersonated me? I mean, even like like his his mouth movements and everything. I mean, yeah. he nailed Larry David. Perfect. Hey, Larry David's going to be on Broadway supposedly. Really? In what? I forget the name. I, I think it's next year. So we can actually meet Larry David? Well, we could attempt to. Oh man! All right, we have. The to only do this. thing is, the only thing is, I've been told by the experts that in the past he's not good with taking photos. Oh, like he'll fun. sign and sign and sign, but he may be a little bit Larry David-ish. Which is fine. <laughs> Listen, we, forget the, the photo. You get the audio, the bumper. Well, yeah. Well, you could, yeah, try that. I don't know if he'll do it, but anyway. So I got uh, Martin Short, which was fantastic. So uh, then a few weeks later, uh, again based on some tips. Um, I knew that Bill Pullman was uh, at a place where it's very easy to get him. From Independence Day. Independence Day, also Spaceballs. The Grudge. Yes. And Serpent of the Rainbow. <laughs> Never heard of And that. Nobel Son. Was he in that? I don't remember. Yes, he was the cop. I don't remember. Nobel Son starring Eliza Dushku and... <laughs> and Ted Danson's wife. Oh yeah, that's right. So anyway, um, but I heard Bill Pullman was very, very, very nice guy. And so I waited. I went there at like ten thirty p.m. and knowing that he would come out. Actually, also in the play was Holly Hunter, uh, who was a very short Academy Award winning actress. I didn't really care for her, so I didn't bother getting her. She like ran out the door. And so I'm like, where is this guy? And I'm texting this friend of mine, uh, uh, Jeremiah. I'm like, where, where is this guy? I've been waiting here an hour. Yeah. So finally, somebody came out. I'm like, hey, I, I'm looking for Bill Pullman. He's like, I, I haven't seen him, but they're like, sometimes the people are in, the, there's an open to the public, like, cafe area upstairs. Go look. I was like, all right, fine. So I went up there, and wouldn't you know it, he was sitting there with pe- two people the whole time. Like having coffee. Nice. So he's, so he's, he's literally getting up as I'm walking in and I stop him. He's like, oh, Bill, hey, how's it going? He's like, hey. And he actually talks like this, by the way. And I'm like, oh, can I get a picture and, and you can sign something? He's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, give him the, I had this 11 by 14 Independence Day thing and he's like, yeah, it's a good movie, right? <laughs> The only thing was he signed it on Will Will Smith's picture for some reason. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so he took a picture with me. He was very very cool, and uh, that was that was one of my. He's not a big time actor, but for me, he's a big get because he was in Spaceballs. Right. Yeah. So that was cool, and. Then he he met some like some like wannabe actor or something as he was going out the door, and so I was following. I I mean I was, we were going to like the same train station, so I was just and it, it just was like the guy was saying something, and all I hear was like, "Oh yeah, all right, cool." <laughs> Did he know the guy? Okay, I, I guess so. I don't know. So they were friends. I don't maybe I don't know. So that was interesting, and um, oh. Oh, hold on. 
I almost forgot. Prior to the Bill Pullman, I was going to a book signing that was happening earlier, earlier in the evening with Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page. That's right, love. And this was happening at, I think, the Union Square Barnes & Noble. Yeah, that's where I saw Ron Wood. Yeah, in the bathroom. Well, no, he was just walking by. I think he was going to the bathroom. All right. So, uh, Bill, and you didn't get a picture? No. Well, uh, no. So... Honestly, so I, Jimmy I, I just didn't care, to be honest. All right, so here's the thing. They were only giving X amount of wristbands out for this stupid thing. Yeah. Well, now, wait. So, so, wait, had, so he came out with a book? A, like a photo book. Okay, all right. With very almost no writing in it. Wait, like pictures that he took of, like, trees no, and stuff? No, pictures of him and, and Led Zeppelin and stuff. Okay. See, that I condone. I condone hold those on, kind hold of on those a minute. picture books. The thi- well, the thing was, 20 years ago, he came out with almost the same book. <laughs> See, right, so anyway. he, he's plagiarizing himself now. Hold on. He's ran out of people to plagiarize. So they're only giving so many wristbands. So I knew this in advance, so I had to take off from work. <laughs> I had to go out to New York in the morning, <laughs> wait in the line outside of the damn Barnes & Noble. By the time I, and I got there like an hour early, by the time I finally got there when it opened... They'd given out all the regular wristbands, and I got the standby wristband. Oh, man. Wait, what time in the morning was this? I think I got there at like 9. Oh, man. They were already out? No, I got there at like 9.15. No, no, they didn't start letting people in until 10 when it opened. No, but I'm saying of the, the, the regular wristbands. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, who knows how many they gave out to friends and family and stuff. So, well, the other thing was he wasn't taking pictures. So, anyway, so I went back there at night. It was supposed to start at 7 or whatever. And I was standing out there with only about 30 other people who were, like, either standing by or had bought a book and didn't have any wristband, whatever. So he got through the 250. He was supposed to be there from 7 to 9. He got through the 250 at, like, 8.20 and left. Ah! Oh, there was, like, 30 people. He could have gone through those people in a second. You know, or at worst, they could have let us up into the into the the floor and let us at least see him. Bum. Here was here was the crazier part. He wasn't signing the book. So what, he was stamping it. What do you mean stamping it? He had a stamp. You know that Led Zeppelin Zozo symbol crap. Okay. He had that, and then it said like New York eleven something. You know, two thousand fourteen. Like a postage, he was stamping postage stamp? Like he would lick it and stick it on? No, it was one of those, you know, like, you know, ink book stamps. You know, you dip the stamp in the in the, in the ink sponge and you stamp it. That's it? And that was it. No, yeah, he wasn't signing What it. good is that? Well, I'm going to tell you. Now, wait, 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 could people get a picture? From far away. Oh. Uh, well, my plan was if I got in, I would have had somebody... in. If you, Further back in the line, take my picture as I was, you know, got up to him or something. Whoa. But I couldn't even get in. Now, wait, so I was annoyed. How do you spell page? P-A-G-E. No. B-U-M. Uh, <laughs> Bum. B-U-M. Well, hold on. So they're like, okay, so what we're going to do is you trade in your unstamped book for a stamped book. <laughs> and they'll give you some, like, swag. So they gave me, like... Some Led Zeppelin poster and lanyard and a couple of postcards crap. 
and, and the stamp book. So I've been talking to these guys in the line. They were nice, cool guys. And one of the guys took came in from Buffalo for this thing, and he couldn't get in. So afterwards, we're like, hey, why don't we go have a beer? So we go across the street. We go to have a beer. And so finally, Wait, I was really annoyed. I'm like, you know Heartland something? Heartland Brewery? No. No, we would never go to that dump. Coffee shop? I don't know. It was some place down the street. Oh, right, right. Um, so we go there, and so and I knew I had to I had to leave to get to the Bill Pullman thing in time. So I was like, "Look, man, I don't feel like carrying his book around." Um, he's like, "Are you looking for another one?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, "All right, well, it costs like fifty bucks, and you know, all with my train expenses, uh, I don't know, I'll take like eighty for it." He's like, "Sure." So I was, because I, I didn't want to carry it around all night. I didn't want it. How how large is this book? It was real heavy. So uh, it was like a co- giant coffee table uh. book. So I, I sold it to him. Wouldn't you know, I checked a couple of weeks ago. Those books with the stamp from New York are being sold on eBay for over $300. Ah. <laughs> you would so, have, uh, listen, you would have spent that in like an hour at the next convention anyway. So I know, but at least I would have had that money to spend. <laughs> Eh, listen. Anyway, the guy was a really cool you guy. He did a nice he a, thing. He was a big Zeppelin fan. He wanted it for his nephew, who probably in turn sold it. Uh, <laughs> he better be whatever. listening, just, by the way. After all that, he better be listening. I don't think so. But in the meantime, it's just the whole page situation really annoyed me. What was his name? I don't know. I don't know the guy's name. First name. I don't remember. All right, well, whoever you... Guy from Buffalo, if you're <laughs> listening... Go to PaunchStevenson.com and leave a comment. Yeah, right. So, uh, all right. So that was that was that one. Um, all right, real quick. So then I, I also, in New York, I, I met up with the Jeremiah and some other guys uh, recently. Our whole goal here in this one was to beat Michael J. Fox. Doc! Yeah. Is it hot? I've been told that he's actually very friendly if you meet him in person. And he'll do like pictures and autographs and stuff like that. So he was at the he had this event for his foundation, and there you know there were some other celebrities there, but we really wanted him. But the problem is it was at this major hotel. There was too many entrances. The other guys were all late, so it was just me, and so the I couldn't see all the exits. So while I'm standing there, this old, fat, old, short guy with a hat on leaves with this black guy. And there were musicians, because they were both carrying what looked like, 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 small, either like a case for a trumpet or a, like a violin or something, a small guitar, a banjo, I don't know. Yeah. So, now again, I'm at the corner, and this guy is probably, I don't know, 60 feet away. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like... Looks like Paul Simon. And so I leave my spot and I'm walking down and the guy is like hurriedly like a car pulled up and he's putting his stuff in the trunk of the car and he's like, you know, looking to get into the car and the other guy, you know, they're paying the the driver, whatever. As I get there, and just as I get there, he's saying goodbye to the other guy, the other musician, and he's ready to get in his car, and I get a look at it and I'm like, It looks a lot like Paul Simon. Yeah. And for what reason, I don't know. I didn't just, like, shout, Hey, Paul! 
Right, just to see if he would turn around. Yeah, because if he looked up, I'm like, oh, wait, 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 can I get a picture? Can I... If he says no, what am I going to do? He says no. Right. You know, he's leaving. Right. But I did nothing. So then that night, the other guys who we were with had, like, the, the phones, and they were looking stuff up, and they were looking at, like, the uh, like the, the paparazzi image sites, you know, the pro photos who take pictures of the events and put them right online to be sold. Yeah. Um, like on wire image and stuff. Yeah. So they were looking through it, and they're like, yeah, we don't see Paul Simon in here. We don't think he was there. I'm like, okay. So like a week later, I got a, a message. Oh, yeah, he was there. It was Paul Simon. Ah. <laughs> Blew it. You are still crazy after all these Damn years. It. So I screwed up, didn't get Paul Simon, and then we didn't get Michael J. Fox because he left the one exit we couldn't see. So that stunk. So then later that night, um, we uh, we went to another spot where we knew a lot of uh, people would be, possibly, um, including maybe some Saturday Night Live people. And there were some Saturday Night Live people. I don't know anybody on this show anymore. So they were current Saturday Night Live people. Yeah, well, and, and Lorne Michaels. <laughs> Lorne. But he, like, ran in the door. He wouldn't stop. Lorne Michaels. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't really know any of these people. So, uh, the only one I recognized that I stopped and got a picture was Vanessa Bayer. Bayer? Yeah. Because I know her from the Miley Cyrus impersonation, but... Yeah. Yeah, she's funny. She seems... I really don't... She seems like she'd like, be nice, right? Like, Bobby Moynihan was there, but I didn't feel like getting his photo, and he was smoking, and... Ah. Wait, how was so Vanessa anyway, Bayer? Huh? How was Vanessa Bayer? Well, I mean, I just stopped. I was like, oh, can I get a picture? It's like, oh, yeah, of course. You know, and that was it. And then she went inside. She just said, hey, could I, uh, could I come hang out? No, well, I don't think they would let me. You just say, come well, on. Then, no, hold on. So while I'm standing out, while we're all standing out there, out walks the door. I don't know how I recognized it. He was shocked that I recognized him. But from the Norm MacDonald live YouTube show, Adam Egit. How do you spell that? E G E T. All right. Egit. What was he doing there? Uh, well, he he manages the comedy store in in Los Angeles, the famous uh, 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 you know comic uh, you know uh, club. Right. And he said several of the people who uh, the young comics that he knew were now SNL cast members, so uh, he was there to watch. So he's a fairly young guy, right? I think he's older than us. But, like, he's younger than Norm MacDonald. Obviously. Wait, I'm looking at pictures of Norm MacDonald on, on his YouTube show. Yeah. His head is, like, the size of a watermelon. Yeah, he's kind of strange looking. What but, happened? Uh, I don't know. So, anyway, he was out there. Adam Egan was out there having a smoke. I love Norm MacDonald, I'm just saying. Yeah, so we were talking about the show... And he, you know, we were goofing about how they goof on their own sponsors and and stuff, and you know, and I was like, hey, you know, what's happening with the show? And he's like, you know, we started just doing it as like to be a goof, but we're trying. We've been talking to some people, and it sounds like they're they're hopeless. They're hopefully optimistic they can get it on like one of the cable channels. Mm. Okay, so that'd be cool. You gotta say like, hey, listen, you know, uh, let's let's get me on the show here. I could do some. Well, voices. and he followed me on Twitter, and I sent him a message. I don't know if he'll ever respond. 
I said, hey, can you get a phone-in interview with for us with Norm? Yeah. <laughs> so as we're waiting there, and I was about to leave because it was really late. Oh, they, well, because they were waiting for Cameron Diaz, who is notoriously a bitch. <laughs> okay. And she, like, doesn't do pictures, autographs, nothing. And also Bruno Mars, who was the musical guest. Who cares? I didn't care about him. But some of the people actually they had got they were getting Bruno Mars. He was he was outside of the the, the the SUV that he was getting into and he was taking some pictures and he was like, you know, it seemed like he was doing several of them, and then this freaking bum, literally this like panhandling bum who was annoying everybody on the corner there, stuck this friggin' paper cup in Bruno Mars's face and was like, Hey Bruno, you spare some change? <laughs> And right then, Bruno Mars security, like, pushed him in the van and they left. Ah. We got... You got denied by a hobo. That's... I hate those people. I hate... You have no idea how bad I hate those people in New York. Hobos? Well, the the aggressive yeah. ones. The ones who just lay there and just... The obno- yeah, the ones who are, like, out of it, I don't care. But the obnoxious ones. The aggressive hobos. That'd be a good band name, by the way. The aggressive hobos. <laughs> Somehow... We spotted at first. I like we were like, who is that guy? He looks familiar, but it was Jeff Cohen. Who is Chunk? He was Chunk in the Goonies. Really? What was he doing Chunk. there? Chunk. What was he doing he was, there? He was not there for anything Saturday night. He was there for he has some kind of traveling comedy thing that he was that he does like promotion for. What? And they actually did something in New Jersey. I thought he's a lawyer now. He is like an entertainment lawyer, but he also has like a like a um, promotional company or something now. Oh, so he's not performing. No, 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 no. no. Oh, I see. So he he was like you know he was managing it or whatever. So I guess he was in the area. So he you know decided that you know he was at this this uh, this thing. So, but that was awesome. I mean, unfortunately, I had nothing for him to sign. But well, did you get a picture? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was re- really cool about it. Chunk! He was born Jeff McMahon. All right. I wonder um, if he's related to Vince. Vince? No, I don't think so. If he wasn't, be fired! Uh, hey, Chunk, you're fired! <laughs> um, all right. Uh, how much longer are we going here? A little while. All right, so let's do some topics and uh, the other encounters. I'll save for the next time. Okay, because that's like it's a lot as it is. something so i was watching tv the other night and uh, i forget what exactly it was it was probably one of these entertainment tonight access hollywood type of shows and they had a segment about jerry seinfeld who i like i love the show seinfeld and this was current so he is currently claiming that he is autistic 
Oh, yeah. Well, they, they had to retract that. <laughs> well, I, well I, they didn't say that. Well, he said that. No, I'm saying he said, he himself, out of his own mouth, said, I am autistic. I know. He goes, he's like, you know, I, I took the test myself, and I passed the test. I'm somewhere on the autism spectrum. What is he talking about? Well, so then people are like, uh, Jerry, you know, technically, you know, like a doctor is supposed to be the one to decide on that. Right. I mean, he's 60 years old saying, I am he basically He basically said that he has a short attendance span, attended, attention span. So what? And therefore he's autistic. <laughs> That's so stupid. I mean, look, I love Jerry Seinfeld, but no. Come on. I know, that was Come on. preposterous. Silly. Who are these people? I don't know. So there was that, and then, I don't know, I have a couple of... Uh... Oh, by the way, did you, speaking of TV, what did you think of the uh, the season and the finale of The League? <laughs> it was funny. I thought this season was better than the last one because they focused a lot more... They, they went back to focusing a lot more on actual football. Oh, right. Instead of just being a, a sitcom. Yeah, but you had... You had the Andre, uh, um... The wine bar. The wine, what was that stupid place called? Menage Sink or Sank yeah, or Menage something. Sank. <laughs> I don't know. Andre's hilarious. Oh, he's, uh, uh um... Paul Shear. Paul Shear is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the league was very, very good. Very funny. Raffi all over the place. <laughs> Come on, it's a prank! We gotta prank them! It's a prank! <laughs> what, what did they call it? Like, the, the half-eaten poop? Oh, I don't know. Remember, he wanted to eat the ant, the bear's poop. I forgot. And he called it like something. What the heck did he call? It? Oh, um, it was like second second helpings or something like that. Second. Like second course. I don't remember. And the taco was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's just, I like that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was funny. And taco uh, had his uh, bed EBDB DB. The Eskimo Brothers database bed and yeah. breakfast. Yes. Very strange. Which was a brothel. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> when you? Well, not no. It was. It was a brothel. I know. I know. I know. Um. Oh god. And it, it, the other thing was, this season was much more Seinfeldian than they've ever gone before. <laughs> right. Like they get just you know it's Seinfeld to the insane in, in, you know just insane max, you know like the thing where they had Ruxin trying to figure out who was brushing their teeth in the bathroom. Yes. You know that was a Seinfeld thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then stupid uh, Pete, where is you know where he there's this beautiful woman and he couldn't date her because Andre performed plastic surgery on her. Right. And every every time he saw her like naked body parts, he would think of Andre. <laughs> right. I tell you, it was a very funny season. Yeah. All right, I'm sending and, you something here. And it's funny. You still haven't seen the stupid uh, New York Comic Con panel that they did. I will watch it. I promise. But one of the things that they talked about was how sort of like you know you know how the end. Um, the, the, the last Seinfeld episode, the finale, the, the the joke was that that in the end they got arrested because they were horrible people. Yeah. Which was kind of the joke of the series. 
Right. Well, that was the whole awful people. Yeah, it was the whole premise. They're all very self-centered. Yeah. So that's what they said. They were saying in that panel, the league cast were like, like, because at some point somebody asked, like, who's the worst, the most awful human being character on the show, and they were all like debating, like, who was the worst. It was funny. Ruxin. Yeah, but then they're like, you know, Jenny is terrible. Like, she uses her children as. You know, like for bait to his stupid stuff, and I would say on- all horrible. Andre is the nicest. Yes, Andre is very nice. Yes, and he gets taken advantage of by the horrible other people. Well, Taco's nice too. He's just a doof. True. Yeah, it's true. You know, and uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, like Pete, uh, and Kevin's not like nasty, nasty. No. But true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> The project, and that was funny. I love the fact that Pete couldn't eat. He was he was wheat gluten intolerant. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he didn't want Andre to know, so they made him eat all that bread, and he puked it all over Kevin's shirt. <laughs> right, that and he wouldn't take the shirt off because it was good luck. That very like that very like fake you know the fake uh, Chicago Bears jersey. Yeah. No, 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 no. But like that that very um, unrealistic way of throwing up on someone, like how they do on oh, SNL, yeah, it was, where it's like. <laughs> They they're sitting perfectly straight up. They hold their they like cup their hands to their mouth yeah. to hide the hose, and it just comes shooting out. Well, no, he didn't even use hands. He just opened his mouth and it came out. Oh, well, whatever. Anyway, yeah. So that that was it was a great series. So what did you send me here? A what is this Mad Virgin drink? Yeah, you gotta click on that. It's so sad. so I was at the store the other day. M A D D. Yeah, I was at Walgreens. The other day, they don't have alcohol in Walgreens. Exactly. Ah. And I was waiting in line to pay for something, and I saw these bottles of wine, and I'm like, "What? Walgreens sells wine? This is weird." And I went up to it, and I read the label. Yeah. And it has the logo M A D D, Mad, Mad D. And it's mothers against a drunk driving. I'm like, why are they selling wine? This doesn't make any sense. Mm. And it's it said, uh, alcohol-free wine. So basically, it's it's a, a I guess a bottle of grape juice. Yeah, they have like a a mad virgin alcohol-free blanc, and a mad virgin rouge, and a a, a mad virgin lager, and a mad virgin margarita. The lagers are disgusting. But why? It's like. Why? If you're trying to prevent teenagers from getting drunk, just, like, a teenager isn't going to show up to a a drinking party where other teenagers are drinking and say, hey, everyone, I showed up with my my six-pack of virgin lager. I'm going to be cool (laughs) and sit over here in the corner, and we're going to be the cool people. It's like, no. That's worse. What can I tell That's you? worse than just not even going. Oh well. I know it's it's they're trying to do a good thing, and I like that. But it, I think this is very misguided. We're also getting five percent of the sales in the U.S. and ten percent of the sales in Canada. To mad. Well, again, good. I, I, they're trying to do good things. I like that, but I just think it, this is not the correct approach. But anyway, I thought that was silly. All right. Now I'm going to send you a link. 
Okay. What the heck is this? Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I saw it. Seen this already? Yeah. The parody. The parody right, video. Well, yeah, so you can explain what this is then. <laughs> okay. So, very quick. <clears throat> the past several years, there the the mobile phones have uh, have have had the capability of, uh, of speaking to it. Uh, of speaking to it. Yeah, of like a voice interaction. So and the Siri. Apple has Siri. Microsoft has Consuela or whatever it's called. Whatever they call it. What? I'm telling you, look it up. Microsoft has some kind of like Consuela or Cornelia or something like that. Um, Google has the voice. You know, they, they all have. You can talk to it, ask it questions. It'll do searches for you. It'll schedule appointments for you, etc. It's more. It's supposed to be more convenient. Half the time it doesn't work, but whatever. So now, taking it to the next level, forget having the voice interaction on the mobile phone. Amazon came out or is coming out with this thing that. You can get voice interaction in your home. So it's this cylindrical, black cylindrical device. It's called Amazon Echo. Mm. And you put it in your apartment or your house. And you just leave it there in the middle of the room. And whenever you have a question or you want to know something, you just talk out loud to the room and it's supposed to be able to answer you or, or find out the answer or book in the appointment or whatever it is that you say. So, for example, uh, I have the little Amazon Echo cylinder device in my living room. I'm walking by, I say, Hey, Amazon Echo, uh, what time does Seinfeld come on tonight? And then it'll say, Seinfeld comes on at 7 o'clock tonight. Uh. Or whatever, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but whatever. So that's the idea. Or, hey, Amazon Echo, I'm in the middle of cooking. How many uh, how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? That's one of the examples they use. Mm. There are two teaspoons in a tablespoon. You know, whatever. So it's supposed to be this helpful thing. But in order to do that, the thing has to be listening. Con like, there's Obviously, there's a microphone built into it. And the microphone has to be turned on 24 hours a day at all times. So when whenever, even if you're not talking to the Amazon Echo, the criticism is, well, you know, if I'm just having a conversation with someone or I'm talking on the phone or I'm just watching something on TV or whatever, it's hearing everything that I'm doing. Mm. And if somebody, you know, who knows, somebody could hack in and, 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 uh, and hear uh, my life. Somebody, you know, who knows where this is being stored, if it's being recorded. Like, there's so many things that could potentially go wrong with this. Just like, you know, when, when Microsoft announced the Xbox One and it came with the Kinect camera, it's like, oh, yeah, this thing's going to be watching you 24 hours a day, the video camera. Because... Just in case you want to make some kind of hand gestures and control the Xbox One. And people are like, what, are you out of your mind? If I'm getting dressed or if I'm like, this thing's uh, going to be yeah, watching. Yeah. So this thing's going to be listening to you 24 hours a day. <laughs> so anyway, it's $199. If you're an Amazon Prime member, Optimus Prime, 
Nah. Uh, you get uh, it, it's half off, so it's ninety nine dollars, and it's invitation only. So it, invitation only. Invitation only for right now. So on one hand, I I'm, I'm I love technology, I love innovation, um, and I appreciate just like with the mad you know uh, uh, the, the mad alcohol free drinks, I, I appreciate the effort and I appreciate what they're trying to do here. But on the other hand, I also think it's like all it's almost a good idea. <laughs> Uh, it's it's. I feel like with all the NSA stuff and we're all being spied on 24 hours a day everywhere we go, everything we do. I feel like putting another device, no matter how benevolent or innocuous or helpful that it is, putting another device in my home that can potentially spy on me and or make it easier to spy on me is not the direction that we should be going in. And other people feel that way too. And there was a, a spoof parody video, like instantly, instantly someone made a spoof parody video uh, and put it on YouTube. Who was that? Oh, well, so Amazon had, you know, when you go to Amazon.com slash... I'm saying, who did the spoof? I, I don't know. There's a lot of spoofs. All right, fine. So, on Amazon's page, you can watch the video demonstration. And, and again, the woman's in the kitchen, like, how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? Oh, there's two. Blah, 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 blah. And then the spoof one, it's like, hey, how many table, how many teaspoons are in a tablespoon? And then the thing answers back, like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> You're a grown woman. You should know this. And, and et cetera. It's very funny. Mm. All right. The next thing I was going to say was, um, I don't know if you ever had this. Remember back in the days when, you know, when Napster came out? Yes. What was the other one? There was another one, too. There was Napster. There was BearShare. There was LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire. Oh, God. So all those, st- you know, all the file sharing stuff where basically everybody ripped all the music off and, and destroyed the music business. MP3s. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but... So what would happen is because there's so much of it was, like, you know, fraudulently ripped, that these people would start putting these... these uh, songs on there by the wrong uh, musicians. Yeah, I hated that. So, like anything that was like like anything by like any hair band would would become known as Bon Jovi, <laughs> right? Like there's all these Bruce Springsteen songs, and I'm like, that's not Bruce Springsteen. What the hell? Well, the other thing people would do is like, just as an example, if I were this was back, I don't know, twelve years ago. In the early 2000s, if I were to go on uh, Napster and do a search for the Beatles, like, oh, look, oh, all these Beatles songs came up. I could download them. This is great. I could listen to the Beatles. And then I go to play the song, and it's like some guy in his bedroom with an acoustic guitar doing a fake British accent. I'm like, ah, I hated that. That used to happen? Yes. (laughs) 
trickery. No, well, these were or know, but these were actual songs. Or either that, or I'd be like, oh, weird. You know, hey, here, here's another example. I would, I, 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 you know, hypothetically, I would search for Weird Al. Like, yeah. oh, this is great. I get to listen to these classic, funny Weird Al songs. And I would download it. I'm like, oh, I never heard of that one. Hmm. This must be a new one. And I would download it. I'm like, this is not Weird Al at all. It's like some other two-bit jerk you know making his own horrendous song parody but he wants a lot of listens so he 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 listed it as weird al ah i hated that i know well so there was always stupid things like that and so for whatever the reason i maybe just the way it sounded i remember that song tomorrow the sun will come out no i'm not tomorrow no, I don't. What song tomorrow? Oh, by the way, you know it's a Black Annie? <laughs> yeah. Starring Cameron Diaz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yes. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with that. The one from like 20 years ago? Eileen Quinn. No, not. And tomorrow. The song. Well, I, I don't know the song, Tomorrow. You don't remember that song? It was like a grunge song? Silver Chair? Yes! Oh, okay. Well, for all these years, I thought it was Pearl Jam. Ah, oh, no. The, wait, the, is it the one the water is very hard to drink? It's like... I mean, they all sound like that. I don't, but, yeah, that could have been it. Stone Temple Pilots? I don't know. I know. Well, so for all these years, I used to think it was Pearl Jam because back then, you know, when I had downloaded it, you know, like in 1999, you know, years... I know it was years after it came out, but still... I had it on my hard drive for years and years as Pearl Jam. Ah. Man. So I was like, oh, this is Pearl Jam's song. And so the other day I was listening on the, the XM radio or something. And in my car, and it shows like the artist, and it was like, Silver Chair. <laughs> and I know who they are. Right. I'm like, oh, they did that song? Wow. No, hey, see, we thought it was Pearl Jam. See, Pearl Jam is. <laughs> And then funny enough, so that's Pearl Jam, and then funny enough, Hootie and the Blowfish... Ah. Is I only want to be with Very similar voices. Well, now he does country. Right. I only want to be with you. Dolphins make me cry. That's right. Dolphins make him cry. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Uh. How can we top that? Oh, uh, you know there's a Joe Dirt 2 coming. Why? What else is David Spade going to do? But the first one wasn't... The first one made no money. Well, he's making another one, and he's got the same stupid mulleted wig. (laughs) And I gotta tell you, he looks the same. Doesn't look like he's aged a day since... 1990, whatever that was. Uh, that came out 2001. Ah, okay. Joe Dirt. 
And how did he, he was like, hey, man, it's Joe Dirt. Yeah, it was terrible. The whole movie. Boy, I don't know what's going on here. Not Joe Dirt. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I forgot to do my Jimmy Page impression. That's right, love. It's me, so if Jimmy I had met Page. Jimmy Page, I would have heard, Hello, my name is Jimmy Page. He talks like that? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Hello, governor. Hello, my name. Can you imagine him like, Hello, I need some heroin, please. <laughs> I need some smack. My name's Jimmy Page. Hello. I'm here. I'm just here to... Uh, <laughs> To uh, uh, I'm here to tie up 15-year-old girls and leave them in my hotel room. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, you didn't know that. That's what he does? That's what he did back then. <laughs> what? Yeah, there was a girl... How was is this like, man not in jail? Rock stars don't go to jail. I'm just see airheads. Vince Neil did 30 days and he killed somebody. He did? Yeah, Oh, the car. Ca- yeah, the car crash, yeah. Killed somebody in a car crash. True. Not like with a sword or something. No. No, he's not Phil Spector. <laughs> well, he is in jail. Yeah, he is in jail. Uh, Isn't he? Yeah, he's still. Yeah, he's in jail. Um. Yeah. So that. Oh, I had a celebrity death. Well, I was gonna mention the other guy that's been accused of rape, but we can do it in the next episode. Oh, well, yeah. Well, you know who it is. Yeah. Um, celebrity deaths. Um, so I have celebrity death. The only one that I could that I could find yeah. that uh, that I could even care about. R. A. Montgomery. Who is that? R. A. Montgomery. Who is that? <laughs> he was the creator of Choose Your Own Adventure. Really? Yes. Let's see. Uh, born March 9th, 1936. March 9th, 1936. Died November 9th, 2014. Raymond Almirin Montgomery Jr. He was American. And... Uh, was an American author. He was a New Englander. Yeah, New Englander, American author, key figure in the Choose Your Own Adventure interactive children's book series. Mm. There you go. Created in the late 1970s. Yeah, Choose Your Own Adventures through Bantam Books uh, published over 180 titles between 1979 and 1998. Many were by Montgomery himself as well as his sons, Ramsey and Anson. Okay. Anson? Yeah. Like Anson Williams. Like Hanson? Anson Williams. All right. Potsy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, was it him? No. Oh, okay. Then he would be Anson Montgomery, wouldn't he? Uh, you never know. Stupid. The end. That's it? Nothing else? Or... Oh, I have one other or, thing. Or, wait a minute, the end, or fast forward 60 seconds to get a different path. Ah. So you could choose your own adventure podcast. I said that would be interesting. That would be a real pain in the butt. That to would be, listen that, to. especially in the car. 
Oh god, we should do that one episode Choose Your Own Adventure podcast <laughs> and have it going like fast forwarding and back and forward <laughs> yeah. and back. Yeah. Hey, it would be the only time ever in the history of humans. Uh, that would be awful. So I had one other thing. Yeah. Remember how you bitched about Arrested Development this uh, the fourth season? It was the fourth season, right? That was on Netflix? Well, I mean, I... I, I... I said oh, I said it was a little too... Like they were cramming too much in. Alright, so you know how you didn't like the fact that they kept doing these flashbacks and stuff? Well, I didn't like the... They kept repeating the flashbacks? I didn't like the fact that each episode was was one character. Right, right, like, right, this right, is a I George Sr. episode. Yeah, this is okay. a Tobias episode. And they kept repeating stuff over and over. Right. Alright, so I heard that Mitch Hurwitz the you know creator of of it was re-editing it either for Blu-ray or Netflix or something the whole season so that it, it it the whole season happens in chronological order so it'll just flow normally correct okay well why didn't he do that in the first place i don't know i don't know but that's it was good look I listen i love arrested development it's very funny it was good it, it it would have just flowed better, yeah, if it were done that way from the beginning. Yeah, but all right. The end. See if they had if they had skipped, this would have been the alternate ending. Ah, the alternate ending in which I've killed you with an axe. Ah, the end. Dead. Dead end. Dead ant. Dead ant. Dead ant. Dead ant. Dan, 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 Dan,